What's up everyone and welcome to Car Audio Talk with Dean and Fernando. How you doing buddy? I'm good. How was your weekend? That was good, that was interesting. Was it? Yes. Was uh I don't know, I don't know. We go uh, we went to the club. Up in the club? Up in the club, dance a little bit. Yeah? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah? How was yours? Um Mine was mine was, was long. Why? Uh, well, you know, I was getting the one day off. We had Haley had to go to the museum, so we had to go to the museum. Then okay. we had a football party to go to. Even though I don't really like football, it's always fun to go to the party. Right. What's up, Andy? What's up, Craig? What's up, Chris? Yes. Anyway, Thanks. so that was a busy day. I got to go see the Star Wars outfits, so that was kind of cool. Made for a lot of fun. Um, Alright, so a bit of maintenance real quick before we get going with the show. Just let us know where you're from, say hi, how's the weather, where you're at. You know, you, you guys know the drill. What's up, everybody? So, uh, if you didn't catch the Saturday show, did you catch the Saturday show? Uh, I think so, yeah. Okay. The Saturday show, we talked about the fact that we are going to start a podcast. So, yes. yay. What's up, Ryan? What's up, Steve? How you doing? Yep. Um, so we are going to start a podcast, and how it's going to work is this show right here is going to be the beta, so to speak. So a lot, of, John? a lot of people, you know, like to, like the show, yeah. And it just it's a long show, so you know they want to watch it or listen to it. So we're going to start with this show being the beta for it, and then we're going to move into having its own podcast. Yes. So we're going to have it's going to be like. Uh, Car Stereo Talk Q&A with Dean and Fernando will make a cool logo for it. And how it's going to work is it's going to be, we get tons of questions. Tons and tons and tons of questions from you guys. What's up, Jason? And what's up? I'm in Portland. What's wow. up in Portland? There you go. Raining, of course. I know. What are the odds? And, of course, the, the screen is freezing. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to turn into a dedicated podcast. And then, so it's going to it's going to grow. Um, okay. Howdy from Dallas. All right, there we go. It's, okay. I think it's going to be one of those nights. So hopefully the audio will be good tonight. Anything you got to add? No, that's no? it. Yeah. All right. Uh, if anybody caught the little commercial we did earlier today, yeah, it's been a really rough Monday. Um, a lot of stress today. It had nothing to do with car audio though, and that's what made it fun. Is that exactly. it was just. Yeah. Some, sometimes Mondays just take a turn, but. Today, uh, oh, and Bill was supposed to be here today. Bill's the like Kenwood Rock Four um, audio control. Yes, he was gonna be here today, but he's buying a new house. Congratulations to Bill. Yeah, and he had a home inspection tonight, and it was supposed to be in the morning, and it got kicked up till later in the afternoon. So I'll be kicking it off, um, and so he couldn't make it today. So right. we're going to do it next week with him. So hold all your questions on that till next week. Hey, from What's Australia. Up, nice shirt, Dean. Yes. And um, yeah. Hold, hold on one second. I'll have to get with you tomorrow, Steve. What's that, John? Yeah. Um, tomorrow. Tomorrow's fine. Okay. Okay. Ron. Ron. Thank you for watching. Uh, Ron is from Clear Impressions in North Cali. Sweet. Thank so you. What was I even talking about? Sorry about that. All right. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, back to Monday. So Monday yeah. was just rough, and you know, sometimes they are. Oh, yeah. I dropped my phone yesterday and cracked my case. Right. I know, right? Time for a new Take case. What? Time for a new yeah, case. Yeah. So Bill probably is gonna be next he'll be, week. He'll be here next week. Okay. So. So everyone sure. has fun Mondays. But anyways, yeah. without further ado, today we have the owner of Five Star, Paul. Um, from 
Oh, thank you. No, um, I like my shirt. Yeah, it's a cool shirt. Uh, so Paul's the owner of Five Star. It's not me. It's not Fernando. We're just two installers doing our thing. Uh, so today, if you guys have questions about owning a business, today's the day to ask. Because, Paul, come on out. Woohoo! Yeah! Golf clap. <laughs> Golf clap. Everyone clap at home. Give us a clap. Give us a clap. Hello from Fort Worth. What's going thumbs on? Thumbs up. Thumbs Love up. the channel. Very fun. Thank yeah. you, Ben. A lot of thumbs up. What's going on? All right. So let's start with some softballs. I'm gonna shift this way a little bit so I'm in frame. There I'm you go. There you. you go. My, oh Jesus! All right, is that better? Right. My, all right, so now we're we have equal distance. Anyways, Paul, where are you from? For those of you that don't know, I, okay, originally he's from India. We got that. Where did Five Star start? Five, uh, five Star started in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. That'd be a good place for Cleveland to be. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, how did but. How, okay, how did Five Star start? How did it start? Um, back in the uh, early 80s, um, I was, I didn't have Five Star, but you know, it was my, my dad and my brother, they started it um, from a retail location after they lost their jobs. Um, in the early 80s, there was a big recession, um, so they started, um, they opened up a, like a, like an Indian grocery store, they did flea markets and stuff like that. Um, so it just kind of like went from there. Um, yeah, it's kind of just took off from there. Yeah, everything is fine. I know it's driving me crazy here, though. I know. Why is it? Why is it doing that? Okay. All right. So it's just on our end. Yeah. So it's glitching. All right. So someone on there said hi from Bob. Bob is your brother. Bob is my brother. Bob yeah. and you started a company yep. called uh, Five Star Car Stereo. And then you guys started a second company, American Base. So for all you guys that are big American Base fans out there, you have him to blame. <laughs> uh, him and his brother Bob. Bob is still up in Cleveland. Yep. He he does the the American Base. He does all the shows and. Um, so you separated yourself from them entirely. Mm -hmm. So yep. he he did the wholesale side. I I took over the retail side. That OCD Dean. Oh, that's cool. I like that. That's thanks, David. I'm I'm gonna save that one. Um, all right. So, as we know, the weather sucks in Ohio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I'm from Michigan. Yep. And I know the weather sucks. So you said we're packing up the family. Getting the hell Get, out of there. Getting the hell out of there. So here yep. we are in Florida. Yep. Been here for about. It'll be nine years. We have the store in March. Now, if in Ohio you're in a mall. Yes, it started out not in the mall. It was outside location, but we went into the mall. We did like cell phones. We did the paging early, early in the um, in the beginning of the '90s. That that's when the whole craze with the paging and the cell phone was really big. So. You so know. when you move from there to here, mm -hmm. you start in the mall too. No, um, no, we opened the, we opened this one up first. Then okay. then like a couple years later, my buddy. From Ohio, he moved down here, and we started a location in the Tyrone Mall, and we we that was open for like a year, and we just closed that down. <laughs> disaster. Yeah. It wasn't a disaster. It was just, you know, <laughs> the mall the, life. The mall life. Yeah, he just it was just crazy. It's too many hours, and he didn't want to do it anymore. So. Yeah, because mall life is seven days a week. Seven days a What's week. What's up, man? Tony? Tony from the UK. Tony, What's okay. up, buddy? Hi, Paul. So. You moved to Florida uh, with the hopes of retiring. Uh, that was the plan. 
That was the plan. <laughs> How long did you stay retired? Uh, a couple weeks. <laughs> and I then, was still young. I was like 35, so I'm like, okay, you know, do find something else to do. But car audio, you know, it's it, once it's in your blood, you know, that's what I know, and you know, that's you you go to what you know. And being home was driving me crazy. <laughs> So the plan was to maybe start a new business. Yeah, different kind of business, yeah. But we, I didn't know, but, you know. So to na naturally, if you're going to start a business, the first thing you want to do is, is scope out your competition. Mm -hmm. So you spent the first couple months yep. doing what? Uh, going around, looking, looking at other shops. Um, I even went to your AVE. I don't know if you even knew it. I don't think so. <laughs> I'd have been in the back anyways. <laughs> hey, Chris, what's going on? Wave to Chris. What's up, Chris? So, you know, did the, did the, uh, did your due diligence, looked around, see what the competition was like, and I'm like, okay, you know, give it a shot. If it didn't work, it didn't work. You know, no big deal. So, had a one-year lease, and, you know, it is what it is. You always, you know, always, things always worked out for me, so... Uh, Timothy, Timothy Williams say police good people went to school with him. What's that? Timothy. Oh yeah, what's up Tim, how you doing? I went to, uh, we went to school together. There you go. Yeah. That's, yep. <laughs> okay, so you scoped out the competition mm -hmm. and you said, damn, I can do better than this. Yeah. Let me bring in my Ohio five-star yeah. mall rhetoric and show these guys how it's done. Yeah, a lot of the shops when I went around, I mean, they didn't have the variety of product like I'm used to in Ohio. So, you know, I brought that with me. You know, I carried a lot of product like Pioneer, Kenwood, Alpine. We had JVC, just like like, like a lot of product. A lot of the shops just had like five, six radios. I'm like, you know, what the hell is this? I'm like, you know, there's no variety. So that's what I'm used to. You know, if you guys ever been here, you've seen our show showroom. A lot, there's a lot, a lot of inventory and a lot of products. So if we don't have it, dude. Just ask if yeah. you get it. Yeah. Oh, Anyways. Yeah. It's in the back. <laughs> yeah, it's in the back. Yeah. Um, okay, so the idea was, okay, when you decided to open this up, though, mm -hmm. it was not exactly the best of times. No, no. It the was economy was, was... Tanking, yeah. It was like 09. Gas, gas yeah. was five, almost, almost five bucks four, a gallon. Four or five bucks, a, uh, yeah. Why would you take the chance to... Um, why would you take the chance? You know, the economy... Is it's always you know it's always up and down. So like every ten years you have a downfall down, then it, it always goes up. So that was the best time to open it when it was down. You got the you know you got a good rate on like rent and everything else, all the fixtures and stuff like that. So you know it's it's part of business. You know everything that goes down goes up. You know I mean look at the economy now. You know right now Dow Jones was like seven thousand back then. Now it's like twenty six thousand. I mean it's crazy. So. You know, it is. So, so basically, what you're saying is sometimes risk. You, yeah, you have you to take, risk. You to have get to, yeah, you, get, you got to take a risk. If you don't take a risk, you, you know. Now, you know, Johnny wants to know. That. Go ahead. No, okay. So, Jason. Jason says, and your sheep <coughs> nationwide, are you concerned about chargeback? Uh, we ship nationwide, but we just do, we go through PayPal, so I haven't had any, any problems with chargebacks. Chargebacks, you know, those are problem when you entering in the um, when you enter in the credit card on your terminal. That's a no-no. Never want to do that because you know you're putting yourself out there, and 
the person just can call and say, hey, I didn't make this charge. And, the, you know, if you don't have it swiped, then you're screwed. Uh, gas is what? A two... Two fifty. Two fifty. Two fifty for regular, Tony. Yeah. Um... Uh, uh, another customer, another customer. Johnny. John, Johnny. John, Johnny asked, "Have you ever been an installer?" No, never. No, not even back in the day. No. Never no. walked into the bay. Walked in the bay, yes, but never, <laughs> never picked up a screwdriver. <laughs> no. Why do you keep picking up mine then? <laughs> <laughs> I'll screw some speakers in a box, but that's go. the extent of it. What is the biggest product buy you have ever had to had to make? So basically, I'm guessing the question is, you know, you have to do buy-ins. Mm -hmm. um, you have to do buy-ins every year, beginning of the year. So it, each manufacturer is a little mm -hmm. different. Ask yeah. you for something. So at yeah. Kenwood, you have to do... Kenwood's probably, they, 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 they're probably the worst. Uh, they, you got to do like a certain amount of business with them to get the deep discounts. And if you don't, you lose out on, you know... You know, just to get the best product, get the best price on the product, you got to do a big buy-in. But you do a buy-in, you know, once you buy the stuff, it's, you know, you have it for the year. So, so it's more hard to deal with Kenwood. Kenwood's probably bit. the toughest. Don't they make you do a three-month buy-in? Yeah, like well, a three- to five-month buy-in, yeah. Yeah. So I, I remember in AVE when we would do big buy-ins, you know, thirty-five, fifty thousand dollars $50,000. Yeah. No, it's more than that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there you go. So it's it's more than that. Yeah, but um, you, but you, they give you you know once you do the buy-in, it's not it's not like okay the, you do you get the product and you have to pay for it like the next day. They give you like plenty like two and a half months to pay for it. Some of them. So, some yeah. Of them so every month, if, so basically you plan out your six months. So. You you know you order fifteen thousand one month fifteen thousand fifteen thousand so they ship that stuff like on the twentieth or the twenty fifth of the month like of the of the month and then you have seventy five days for that when you get the product you have seventy five days to uh, to, to pay, pay yeah. for it yeah but it's still a lot of money but you know you have to sell you have to make your money back up within like two months to you know pay for the product so it's not okay. too bad if you're you know when you're moving the product but yeah it's a lot of money. Uh, just real quick, you guys are liters. We're gallons, so we're a little bit more as yeah. far as like we we are. Yeah. A gallon is is more than a, a liter. Right. So, um, uh, Beto, Beto say uh, was Paul at the American Base boot at CES in two thousand nine. I was not two thousand nine. I think I was there in twenty eleven. They all look the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um. So. All right. So, as a as a small business owner, and and like we're it as far as the staff goes. We have three employees, two installers, and Paul. Mm -hmm. um, that is always a concern. As far as when do you know how to add more employees? Um, basically, when when it's becoming you know too much work. Um, you know, you st you still want to like you know, you want to you don't want to just hire somebody and just let them go like three or four months down the road you want to make sure you have enough business where you can pay for that employee and you know make sure that person can work with you know your team and that's important too if you if you get a person that that can't work with other people you know it's yeah you need to cut it um yeah okay um oh, jesus i was i was reading that and that was a good question um what did he say uh, uh i was like three or four back uh is there a company yeah okay 
Good. Okay. All right. So, obviously, buying fat. Obviously, we buy direct on um, mm-hmm. probably ninety-eight percent of the stuff we mm-hmm. do. The question is, what about third party? So, mm-hmm. like, we buy because we're Exelon dealers. We have to buy from Kenwood, Kenwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we're Pioneer limited distribution. We have to buy from Pioneer. Mm-hmm. But those manufacturers all make non-versions of those radios, mm-hmm. which would be bought through wholesale houses. Mm-hmm. Um, how 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 explain how do you, can you give like an overview on how that works kind okay, of okay so basically if you buy you know if we buy direct we're getting the best deal on the product um you know if you buy from like a distributor you know they're the middleman so they're going to they're going to tack on their 10 15% what's up john, john? Mm-hmm. okay what's up john um so you know they are when you buy through a distributor you don't have to buy as much but you just plan on you know, paying a little bit more than if you buy direct. But a lot of these manufacturers, when you when you buy direct, you have to make a commitment. You can't just do like, Damn. you can't just like pick and choose your product. You got to support their whole line, and you have to do a minimum in a year in order for them to keep you on board. I mean, they want you to do at least you know forty, fifty thousand dollars worth of business for them to for it to be worth it on their while to keep you on you know and service your account. So you got to you can't just you know, you can't. Not everybody can go direct. You got to support their product, and you know, it's like they don't want to. Even if it's just like a five, five, ten thousand dollars worth of business you're doing a year, that's not really worth it to them. You better off just buying from a distributor and just buy slowly, and you don't have to buy as much. Okay, works. What do you got for me, Fernando? All right, so Dustin, Dustin, say, uh, you say you started the business during the recession, recession. yeah. And have you seen sales grow since having the rise yeah. in sales or decline? Yeah, you know, when you first open up, obviously, you know, not everybody, you know, nobody knows you're here. You, you, you know, you build up a clientele, your word of mouth and stuff like that. So, yeah, it really took about like 10 to 10 months to like a year Which is to good. get, yeah, to get like consistent business. Which is really good here because in our area, there's at the time when you opened, Mm -hmm. there were more shops. There was like six or eight shops. Yeah, I mean they were they were on every street corner, and then of course because of the recession, it kind of whittled them down. Yeah, um, to to what we have now, which is like four, five, still. All right, Uh, JD, Phil, I say, Paul, was Dean and Fernando your first employees? Uh, Besides my wife, yeah. Here, at Florida. here in Florida, yeah. Yeah, I was yes. gonna say when you were at the mall, you had Matt, but I mean you had oh, several. In, oh, guys. in Ohio, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had like we, used, I mean we used to be crazy busy up there, and we used to have like at one time we probably had like ten employees at, at one time. Oh. Now the question that everyone always asks is, I remember you were just a retail shop yeah. selling product. Yes, Dan, thank you. Um, yeah, okay, so, all right, so I, w- I was going to go someplace else. We'll, we'll take Dan's point. So when you first open the business, you've never been an installer. Mm-hmm. You are a salesman, straight-up mm-hmm. salesman. Um, you bought this location, or you rented this location with the idea yep. of just doing retail. Yep. Um, how did that work out? Uh, you know, you know, people wanted to get the stuff installed, and then, you know, we I found a couple guys. I found a guy, uh, Chris. Um, he was he was an installer and he had an out offsite uh, location, and I would send the work to him. And then 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 another unit in the in the plaza became available. So 
I wanted to do the installs here because it was becoming a pain for the customers to drive to an off-site location to get it done. So that's where you came in and Fernando come in. Um, so would you get one more space in the shopping center? Would you add more <laughs> one install, more install bay or, or show floor? <laughs> yeah. We don't really need more show floor yeah. per se. Um, it, it's it's a matter of. How would you sum it up? I mean, yeah, probably no need no need a like a show, show another showroom, probably like another bay or you know, to. I mean, we need another building at the end. Of yeah, the day. at the end yeah. of the day, we need like yeah. a bigger shop. But right now, it's like shop. around this area, there is really not enough. There isn't anything that's available right now. So. Yeah, because where we're at in this location, you know, as they say, location, location, location. Yeah. And we have yeah. a great location. Yes. Yeah. We just have. I mean, there's a, like seventy to eighty thousand cars like driving by here, every day. Yeah. Every day. So it just kind of sucks. Yeah. Now, okay, so a lot of people always ask, you know, and, and you read about it all the time as far as on forums, uh, owners complaining about business and the the twelve volt industry is shrinking. Yeah. Okay, and that that's that's a gimme. We we can all we can all agree on that. But is it? And and, and we know this isn't the '90s when everyone was just you know had funny money to deal with before <laughs> the war on drugs. Um, not saying anything. Um, so we we realize it's shrinking, but is it is it is it expanding in different directions? Meaning, even though I guess what I'm saying is is, is there positive growth every year? Is it even worth doing? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, you know, it's it's still, you know, it pays the bills and, you know, um, you know, right now it's like, you know, you're not, you're not, you're not selling a lot of head units, but CarPlay is big. Uh, Android Auto is huge right now because people want to put brand new technology in their cars that, you know, then they're old, you know, seven, ten year old cars. Because they're keeping the cars longer. Cars, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Even with the new cars, I mean, you, if you got anybody has a new car, you know how horrible it sounds. So, you know, people, you know, they're coming in with brand new cars and adding processors, amps, subs, and not so much the radio, but, you know. It's, so Jason brought up an interesting point. He says not shrinking as much as changing direction. Yeah. You, you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. So in, in that direction is, is is it's we still do ton of head unit business. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. it's it's retarded how much head units and I don't yeah. mean that in a bad way. I mean that it's silly how much head unit business we still do. Mm -hmm. um, and we talk about this often. Where do you uh, okay? My thought is always as long as the kit manufacturers such as Metra, Best Kit, Skosh are business we're going to have radios to put in. Mm -hmm. Do you feel the same way? Yeah. Yeah, I believe that, yeah. Did you ever think you'd sell a $500 dash kit? I mean, not like seven, eight years ago, no. <laughs> With these new cars, I mean, that's, that's everything the, yeah, changing. everything changes, yeah. yeah. So Richard, Richard said, do you have, do you have a lot of customers who came in with the equipment brought in online? So does that hurt the business? Yeah, obviously, you know, you want, you want, you know, you want to sell them the product and, you know, we, you want to be able to warranty the product. You know, we prefer, obviously, people get the product from us because our prices are, are better or just as same as online. And if we, if you buy the product from us, I mean, you know, we, we, uh, obviously give you the warranty and, you know, if, if you have a problem with it, we, we take care of it. But if it's a bought online, you have an issue with the product, then, you know, obviously 
you know, we, you know, it's, you have to deal with the online manufacturer. I mean, which is, I mean, what do you call? You know, yeah, Amazon, and, and have that wonderful experience. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, Thomas, there is asking dealer work. Yeah. Um. I know how I feel about dealer work. Yeah. How do you feel about dealer work? Dealer work. I mean, it's you know, it's like you know, you got you got to like you know these guys that work at these dealerships, these GMs. You know, they they want all they want is like kickbacks. They all they want is kickbacks, and it's like whoever brought the donuts in last. That's who they want to do do business with. Well, and then of course getting paid. Yeah, and getting paid. You know they want to pay you after thirty days, and you're lucky. And if you call them, and you got to hound for your money, and it's not worth it. You know? I mean, I mean, you know, some people make a career out of it, which which is good. But for us, a lot of the a lot of the car dealership they have their own in house in house uh, uh, aftermarket stuff. But you know we do a little bit here and there, but it's not something that we go out and pursue. So, uh, Ron, Ron say, how do you charge for the installs? Um, I mean, we just, we charge, how do we charge for the installs? Mm -hmm. I, I, okay, I, I think what he's meaning by that, because some shops charge by the hour, yeah. Yeah. and some shops charge per item. Yeah. And then there's kind of the hybrid, which yeah. I think is where we're at, which is depending yeah. on the car, yeah. we have a, a per item charge, but depending yeah. on the car, it may be more. I we, we always we always charge. I always charge for product per per item, uh, not per hour, because it's you know I I think it's better this way because, you know, some people like hey this only should take you about an hour to put in, and, and then you're like no it takes two hours, and then you get into, but yeah we just charge per per item. So there's no issues. There you go. Uh, Danny, Danny Torres say, okay, Paul, so what what type of system do you have in your car? Uh, factory count? Factory, <laughs> 530 Alpine radio? <laughs> okay, just to preface that with, with, with okay, let me, let me give you a little bit of history on that. Okay, like I don't have a system in my car because I put systems all day long and I'm just having a really hard time figuring out which yeah. system I want to do. It has nothing to do with that. Paul is the kind of guy that buys a car, and a car to him is a tool. It's a tool to put stuff in, to get to and from work, to get to and from wherever, <laughs> and that's it. There's no joy brought in there other than Take the Sirius XM radio. Point it's, A it's to point, point B. A to point B. He's not a car guy. He bought the car. When did you get your car? 14. Okay, 14. in 2014, he bought his Honda Pilot, and that car has not been washed since the day he got it, okay? It has never had a thing. Every now and then, like Fernando, Fernando will vacuum, vacuum it out for him and clean off the goo on the armrest. But other than that, this it is a pure tool. He is not, like, car guy. He looks at a car and goes, hey, you know, I could probably fit about six or eight boxes in the back of yeah. that. What do you think? So, okay, so what we think that was that, that you need a truck. Yeah. Yeah. But I, he's too into SUVs. Yeah. yeah. I was I in mean, an SUV, I got two, two kids and, you know. Monsters. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so, what? all right. Yeah. Um, let's see. How is the, how is the online pricing and purchasing affect the business? Oh, I think he. Um, uh, not so much. Uh, depending on the product, but it's getting better now. So where it's like our prices and online prices are 
pretty much about the same. So, I mean, there's no really big benefit of buying it online anymore. So, Well, I mean, it, it really comes down to the manufacturer, too. Yeah. If the it, A lot of manufacturers are yeah. trying to put value back in their product by yep. straightening that up. Because at the end of the day, you can buy as much product you want online. Mm -hmm. But going forward, these manufacturers have figured out that yeah. if there's no... If there's no one there waving the flag, yeah, like uh, like us, then no one's gonna ever buy their products five years from now. Yep, because we'll be gone. Yep. Yeah. So people, a lot of people that you know, they still want to touch. You know, they still want to touch these radios. They want to play with them. So that's why you know the people come in and they see and you know they come in and play with the radio and some people see value in that and they'll buy from us even if they pay a little bit more but some people won't and, but that's the you know well, I mean, what you, it is. you have to put value on on talking to somebody i mean yeah. you know it's customer it's, service yeah it's yeah. it's customer service yeah. it's question and answer and i mean like like you know it, we won't go into my whole theory on customers because yeah. i think we've done that before <laughs> um so uh okay so somebody say um why you don't push American base? American base? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's you know, we, we have some of it here. Um, is this really expensive to ship it from Ohio to down here? So we deal with somebody else down here, which is local, and they bring it to us. And it just comes down to, cost, like, shipping and cost and stuff. So. And basically what that means is family is not always going to give you the best deal. Eh, no, it's not that. It's just, you know, it is what it is. I mean, you know, if somebody wants it, I'll order it. Because we have it, I mean, yeah, yeah. we have, we have some base, yeah. Can you recommend installing Vegas? Isn't that performance in Vegas? Isn't that the What's guy? That? Performance? Performance. Yeah, installer of the year. What's his uh, name? Oh, Vegas? No, no, no in, in Vegas. That's a performance car audio or something like that. Um, Scar Audio. Holmes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, Scar is local, so yeah. we, we, yes. we go with that. So sometimes, you, you know, and, and there again, that the, the products are very similar. So you go with, you know, the, the ones you can obviously make more money on, I would think. Yeah. And, you know, because at the end of the day, you still have to make money. Okay, so Steven say... John Webb. Yeah, John Webb. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Not saying you guys, but a lot of stores have a huge off charge that why they don't buy from stores. It just it just comes down to you know if you, you can find a deal in your city if you're you know if you look hard enough you can find a deal you know yes it does depend on the shop. Well, the other thing too is that um, I mean some some guys are are it's baked in their head if they don't make map then they're losing yeah. money. You know the manufacturer comes in and they says you can make thirty five points on this if you're not making thirty five points you're just throwing money away. And so a guy walks into the store and you hit him with 35 points and it might be 20 points online. Yeah. And points are the percentage of profit. Yeah. So, you know, if you're not willing to just take a hit of 15 points to, to make some money, you're like, no, I'm losing money because the manufacturer told me I'm losing money. That's where a lot of that comes from, I feel. Yeah. You know? I mean, you know, you have, to be, you have to be flexible. You know, sometimes, you know, people come in with online prices. And, you know, sometimes we can match it. Sometimes we can't. We tell them up front, hey, you know what? Get it online. You, I can't match it. And, you know, it is what it is. Uh, the question, Dina Fernandez, do you guys benefit from Dina Fernando's tool drawer? Yes, we do benefit yeah. from that. Um, that's why on that we don't actually put any products. Like, it's tools. It's yes. it's the tools. And that, those 
the profit we make from that is what allows us to buy more tools for us to talk about. Yeah. Um, and it also helps for production on the show and all that fun stuff because it cost me a fortune to make the YouTube channel. Um, YouTube isn't free as much as they want to tell you and they don't pay you crap. So Dean and Fernando's tool drawer came up. The idea was to put all the stuff that we talk about and use to help you guys have a nice, easy place to go to. So if you're like, wow, I really like that light you guys used. It's like, well, it's in Dean and Fernando's tool drawer. And when you buy it, you go to Amazon, you spend money there, and we get a kickback, a couple bucks here and there, to help us pay for, like, GoPro batteries and new lights, because those lights don't last forever, um, as we yeah. found out, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, you know, or we give them away. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you know? Lights so, you know, it, it's, it's, it's not cheap to be an installer, because you have to have your own tools to do this job. Um, as much as store owners will, will, will help you out, yeah, like when pay. Fernando first started here, yeah. he had a screwdriver mm-hmm. and a pair of pliers. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we put together a, a kit that was like, okay, hey, listen, we're, we're going to put together a kit of tools that you need to get you going, and then you can pay us back as time goes on. Or you just say, hey, look, you, you're here for a year. You know, you've earned this as whatever. So mm-hmm. as a store owner... Um, like when, when Fernando first started, that was the conversation we had to have was like, you know, what kind of tools do you have? I have a drill, I have a screwdriver, I have a pair of pliers. Because there again, your previous employer... Yeah, he provides everything. So in the end of the day, I don't have to buy nothing. But I like to buy my own tools also. So, But I, when I came here, Paul, actually, he told me, hey, don't worry, we ordered the stuff. And uh, if you want, you can leave the tools or you can pay me back. So the, the nice thing, too, is you got to understand, and the reason why I'm a firm believer in the installer has to pay for his tools is because if you pay for your tools, then, then they're yours and you're responsible for them. So, like, if I leave a pair of crimpers in a car, that's mine. I'm out the 30 40 bucks. Um, and, you know, if, an, if the owner is doing it, you know, you're going to constantly be paying for tools. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you own the panel saw? And the, going going <laughs> and the air compressor. And the air compressor. Those are you know? heavy. They ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> All so. right. Yeah. So, Danny. Danny say, hey, Paul, uh, so YouTube gave more clients Uh-oh, to your shop? Oh, why is somebody angry? Why is somebody angry? No anger. Uh, so, YouTube channel actually gave you more clients? Yeah. Yeah, it helps us a lot. We get, like, a lot more uh, exposure as far as, right. like, inter- uh, like, national profile. And, you know, believe it or not, we get a lot of people coming from out of state getting work done, so. So, there you go. That's for Johnny, too. Uh, he actually said, the business speak up, signs Dean and Fernando promote the business on mm-hmm. YouTube. Yep. Yeah. All right, what's all with right. the angry faces? Is that losing tools and cars? People all bummed out about yeah. that? Yeah. Huh? Do I need to leave? <laughs> <laughs> positive people, positive happy thoughts. This is some flowers going across the screen. Yes. Um, um, you won't lose as many tools yeah well that's the other thing too the whole idea is if you if they're your tools then you're responsible for them and you know yeah i mean it's it sucks to lose them um and that was the funny thing about there we go we got some love thank you guys (laughs) um you know like in in, uh saturday uh what's his name the guy that mailed us back the tool yeah so fernando had accidentally left one of our saber magnetic lights underneath the back of a pickup truck and the guy drove half hour 45 minutes home parked in his garage shut his garage and the light was a still attached to his car yeah. and b still on so he's like i have this light coming out from the bottom no. of my car 
and we're like, oh crap! And, and so he actually mailed us back the light. I've never, in, in all these years of doing this, I've had people return stuff, but I've never had anyone mail back a tool. And I was so thankful that they did it, because those are $100 lights. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, how much is a custom box? Okay, so when we do uh, boxes, we've gone to prefab. Mm -hmm. And by prefab, I think prefab's a dirty word. Yeah. And for obvious reasons, because yep. it's not really prefab anymore. We buy a trend. Yeah. We buy we high use, output boxes. Now, okay, so we buy from uh, Bright Star Car Audio. Yep. Okay, which is a local provider here. They deliver yep. them to us. Yep. They ship all over the country. Yep. Yeah. And what that allows us to do is, for one, we don't have to build boxes, yep. and two, if we need a custom box, yeah. we can have them yeah. build it. For and us. is this is this more cost effective? You know, if you have the people to do it, then yes, do it. But the these prefab boxes are just as good as like having somebody build the box. You know, spending a whole day on it. So there you go. That's all right. So there's that. Um, the other thing too is the bay. Every time we cut a box in the bay, it gets sawdust over Sawdust's, everything, yeah. Yeah. and it's horrible. Um, I got my first call from Texas. He watched our vids. He wants me to build a box and ship it. It's expensive, Jason. Do it. <laughs> you know why not I mean yeah for sure okay so where where do you see the industry going like in a few years the industry you know like we like we were talking about earlier it's just, it's going to be more not head, head unit replacements it's like the DSP is going to be huge uh, huge people huge, huge. And good quality speakers, and like we do tons of five channel amps, so tons of tons, five channels. Yes. Yeah, we probably carry probably like about fifteen different That's five channel lot. amps. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we do a few a week, so I mean we do a lot. Um, well, there you go, John. John's asking the question I ask all the time. Paul, can you say the prefab enclosures are as good as the custom boxes? You know, like I said, it depends on which manufacturer you get. So obviously, custom boxes are. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. You know, that's better. But it's just more a time thing for us. You know, it's like I said, these prefab boxes that we buy. You know, well, that's what we have. Uh, well, I mean, we've had really good success. I yes. mean, yeah. we sell a ton of them. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we get very little. I mean, very little. Yeah. Like, yes. I mean, other than water damage. Yeah. How many boxes would you say we had come back last year? One or two, not even maybe one. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of it too comes to qualifying the subwoofer that you're going to put in the box. Yep. So yeah, you know too. you're not going to put some VVX Scar Audios in a Q Power to right. 12 box. No. And we're just talking about for the normal guy. We're not talking about you know we're not talking about for the heavy you know like the base head. Those obviously you got to get a custom box built because you're doing something custom. We're talking about day to day, day, -to -day everyday Joe. They just want to throw a little bass in there. We're talking about that guy. That's probably like about seventy-five to eighty percent of our business. So the bass head, yes, you got it. You there's there's no way of getting around you know building a box. So there you go. Yes. Uh, let's see. Um, awesome. I uh, I for sure order some some things in the Dean and Fernando tool drawer to help you guys out. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So many speakers out there. 
Dan, how uh, to, Damon, how give, to narrow down. Give Sean a call at Brightstar Car Audio. He'll help you out with that. So, Will. So, okay. Let's see. I totally missed a question. I understand. I understand your point. That's good. Okay, our NavTool video interface are good. Yeah, NavTool, not NavTool? No, I don't know. Nav, NavTool, I'm thinking of NavTV. Nav we use NavTV, NavTools. Is that the place out in New York? Yeah. yeah. Ooh. <laughs> you can buy at your own risk. Not to say anything bad about yeah. them, but if you ever saw the Italian job when he was talking about the dog bite, why I don't do dogs, <laughs> remember that? Yeah, just replay that scene. It was in the um, airport. And they were talking about why he doesn't do dogs. That's what happened with nav tools and us. Um, okay, so let, let's 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 change this up a little bit. Okay, so we obviously carry a ton of brands. Is there? <laughs> yeah. And, and if you say that brand with the three letters, I'm gonna be really upset. <laughs> okay. Is there any category of brand that you feel that we don't support enough, or that we would like to have, like like where we could expand? I mean, obviously, we, we have the three major radio manufacturers. We mm -hmm. have two of the three major amplifier manufacturers. Mm -hmm. um, we have two huge um, elite speaker manufacturers. Mm -hmm. We carry Best Kits. Mm -hmm. We carry Metra. Mm -hmm. We carry Maestro. Yep. Um, where is it that you feel we could move more or... You understand what I'm trying to get at? Mm -hmm. Where we're not, like, where do we have room that we could actually move another product into? You mean like a new product? Yeah. Or new. I mean, are we happy with what we have? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think we have a pretty good good mix of product. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, we have almost yeah. everything. So. Yeah. And why is that that we have everything? Variety, baby. <laughs> and you don't like to say no. Yeah, we don't like to say no. Yeah. Um, so basically, when we when we buy product, you know, like Pioneer, Kenwood, JVC, we, we support, don't have JVC. I'm sorry, not JVC. Uh huh. Pioneer, Kenwood, Alpine. We support the whole line. So you know, we we carry everything that they have, which doesn't always work out. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's, it's time. You're a patient guy. Yeah, patient guy. Um. Okay. So dash cams. Yes. Good one, Jason. Yes, dash cams. Uh, I feel that's going to be something to look forward to this year. Yeah. Um, I know Pioneer's going to make theirs. We haven't had a lot of success with the Kenwood. Yeah, it's, I think dash cams, you know, you know, people, you know, it's like, you know, online, you know, you can buy them for 20, 30 bucks. I don't think people put a lot of stock in it, but, you know, it's like, I don't think it's taken off yet. Like it's, hopefully it will. But Pioneer's getting in the game, so... You know, hopefully that that bring us a little more sales in the uh, dash cam side. All right. Um. All right. Before you go, yeah. Dustin asked the question that, that people love asking us: Ever consider in jail audio? Now we had a conversation about this last week or the week before last. Yeah. They just don't like us. Would you pretty much agree with that assessment? I mean, yeah. at the end of the day. But there's, you know, I mean, there's a lot of dealers around our, our area that have jail, so it's kind of like, you know. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of saturated, I think. It's like a lot of, there's like probably like three, four dealers around us yeah. with, within like 10 miles that, that probably have it. And they only have JL and like a radio brand. 
you know, the reason much, why yeah. you want They're more of like a boutique store, but, you know, if we, if, if we get it, I mean, we bring in a lot more of their product and support the whole line. But, yeah. But we're happy with Rockford and Kickers, so, yeah, you know. It is and like, Audio Control now. Yeah, is, audio is, Control, the, yeah, Those products are really expanding. Yep. What do you got, Fernando? All right, so, Jamie, this is for you. Uh, Jamie say, I'm old school, audiophile. I have a full top and Alpine system from 2002 <coughs> and my 2002 Camaro SS. Wow. The Alpine is the ERA G320 DSP. Yep. The Alpine 9, 900 flip flip out and dash yeah, DVD. I've, I've I want to stream on my day, but was pre-HDMI. Yeah. Thanks to you, uh, to your videos about the Belkin Mercas. Yep. This so, is my setup is complete. Yep. Oh, awesome. Well, yeah, and that, <laughs> so, the, okay, so that was a big thank you, and I, I appreciate that. Yep. Um, all right, so now that we've done this YouTube thing, how many calls during the day are, are those kind of calls? Probably half. Yeah. We got, we got a lot of people calling from out of town, trying to get our advice from us. We try to help out as many people as we can. Sometimes we can't help everybody, but... You know, we, we do get a lot of calls from out of town, and you know, we try to be try to help everybody. And that's why we're going to start the podcast, is so that we can try to get to more of those questions. Um, do you use Audio Frog, DD, MTX, Focal, Moscone, Rainbow? Out of that, we use Focal. Focal, yes. Yeah, Focal. We brought in. Wow, that's a ton. Um, yeah. Focal. We brought in what a year ago, two years ago. Yeah, I think it was about a year and a half. Yeah, yeah about a year and a half. Maybe, yeah, about a year and a half. And that's been doing really well for us. Yes. yes. And honestly, it came at just the right time because we were big with Hertz. Yeah. And Hertz is just kind of like, they're, they're changing. Yeah. <laughs> and and well, it's, it's great product. Both are oh, I love products. the Hertz. Yeah. I just, you know, the Let's, products that we were having yeah. success with, they're doing away with. Focal, we brought it in because the... Yes, you know, the, the, yeah, the podcast yeah. iTunes, yes. Yeah. Um, Focal, the dealer that had it, um, they weren't really supporting it. They closed down, and you know we were getting a lot of calls for it, so brought it in and took off ever since. Yeah, we finally did some Focal Flax, and we were very excited with those. Yeah. Yep. Podcast, what did I miss? At the opening of the show, we talked about we're going to start a podcast. The podcast is going to consist right off of the bat with this show here as being converted into just a listen-only podcast because the show's about an hour to an hour and five minutes long. Not everyone can sit in front of the TV, so we're going to convert that into a podcast Mm -hmm. so that you can listen Um, because this is more a talkie show anyway, so this this would be great for a podcast. Once we figure out how all that works, we're going to actually turn it into a straight-up, you know, car audio talk question and answer with Dean Fernando where we just take all the hundreds of questions that we get every week from YouTube or Facebook or Instagram and we're going to convert that into uh, probably an hour 45 minutes to an hour long where we just run through questions answer them and you guys can listen on your drives your jogs your whatever yes it's going to be on iTunes or the Android yeah so we've signed up for the service Uh, we paid the money we bought the mic now it's just a matter yep. of going through and figuring out how it all works. So we have all the tools to do it now. So we're just going to run with that. And we'll have a podcast. So I'm a big podcast guy. I like listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. So I've always wanted to do one. And now that we have enough of you guys that are interested in it, 
it only seems like natural transition to move into something like a podcast. Yep. Uh, because, you know, even though we do six shows, it's never enough. Nope. <laughs> I mean, it just seems like it's never enough. Um, uh, Jason actually asked, uh, you don't seem to sell much of the energy line. Well, we yeah, we yeah, do. We, yeah, actually, we do. We do pretty decent with it. Yeah. Well, okay, so that, that, that brings up, okay, good question, Jason. That brings up an interesting point. Because we have so many products. Yeah. Um, so we just kind of pick and choose which cars and what kind of music people listen to. So, you know. So that comes down to the one thing is qualifying the customer. Yep. So you have to, you have to ask a lot of the times because obviously with carrying as many brands as we do, we can't always have them out on display. Yep. Although we just moved a whole bunch of new stuff out on display so that we yep. could play it. Um, what are some of the questions you might ask people, Paul? Has the head sales guy. Oh, just, you know, what kind of music they listen to? Uh, we covered that. Yeah. Keep going, man. Keep going. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, you just you just got to feel people out. You know, just, you know, work with their within their budget, really. Okay, so budget's an interesting point. Um, I'm not a sales guy by any stretch of the imagination. We know my sales skills are limited. I can answer a bunch of questions. Um, and, you know, and my thought is when I when I'm selling, I ask what they want, what they listen to. I take them over, I point them stuff, and then I hand them off to you and say, this is the stuff that we talked about, and you know, I'm done. Now, the, do you feel like asking a cons asking the customer beforehand, hey, how much you want to spend? Does that does that ever work? Sometimes, you know, there's there, you know, if you ask them and they some people won't tell you, but some people that will tell you, then you know, then you kind of like you kind of walk them in towards you know some product. You know, you can walk them in either. To the product yeah. that you to, that to the product that they're in there within their budget, really. Yeah. So you so. feel it saves time. Yeah. All right. So Chris, he actually say, "Hey, um, I want I want to see the video on the 2017 F350 that you guys did." I want to see the video too. He drove from North Carolina. Any ideas, Gwen? Um. Okay. So we'll talk a little YouTube stuff real quick. So in the past, what we did is we would just film the cars, they go into a daily folder, and then the folder, whenever the next day came up to edit, we'd go through there. So we had some form of a uh, transit, like, like there was some form of like, this is how the life is going. Uh, kind of like the TV shows do, where it's like tomorrow's tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. So we don't jump around and like one minute you see the shop looks like this, the next minute you see the shop looks like that. Unfortunately, what that's done for us is that we can't keep doing it that way because a lot of people are coming here just for us to install and film their cars as a side benefit and they want to see their cars and then some people of course just the daily jobbers that we do where it's just so we're going to actually start to move these cars around so that we can get to some of the jobs like that sooner yep. um and rather than later so um i don't get that one that's bad um Okay, I get it. All right, so the the idea is to you know, and there there again, it takes a lot of time. Um, this whole thing it, it takes so again, said nudes. Okay, it, it it's it's a lot of time that that, and at the end of the day, I only have so much of it. So that's going to happen. We're going to try to get some of those big jobs that we talk about out faster, and some of the smaller jobs are get kicked out and then they'll just be fun and exciting you know install diaries 
Um, but yeah. and we've been talking about that a lot. Right. It's just a matter of having the time to move stuff around. How do you guys feel about big box stores that sell and install car electronics? Well, the only one that I can think of is here is, is Best, Best Buy. Buy. Yeah. And Jason answered that correctly by we appreciate it. Yep. <laughs> um, and why, okay, how do you feel about it? I have my Best opinion. Buy, I think it's great. Um, I mean, you know, they're just right down the road from us. They'll call us and they'll buy parts from us. You know, they're not, I mean, they sell everything, like washer, dryers, CDs, DVDs, and, you know, people stumble into their car audio department. And for the novice, yeah, that's cool. But, you know, if somebody's serious about their car, they're not going to go to Best Buy. You know, simple as that. They're, if you're serious about it, you know, you're not going to go into Best Buy because they don't, they only have, like, a limited amount of product that they sell. And, and you know, yes, they're overpriced. Uh, Tama say, have you ever throw or call the cops to someone that he don't, he don't want to leave from mm -hmm. the store? Oh, What's call that? the cops? Yes. No. Uh, have you ever had to throw or call the to the cops? To the no, else? no. Yep. Never had any issue like that. Those are P315s over there behind Fernando. Um, P3 being you? What does that mean? P3S being... P3S. Behind you. I think behind, behind you. Oh, behind you. you. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So what else? Anything you got? Uh, just the Epicenter video. Everybody want an Epicenter video? We're probably going to start on that either. All right. So today was a really stressful day for me. Um, things are going to really get stressful more here in the next couple weeks. Um, we're hoping to get that epicenter video out, but a lot of the free time we were going to have is going to be taken up by something else. So we'll hopefully get that out in the next couple of weeks. I want to get it out. I want to get it out of my head because it's driving me crazy. So we'll we'll try to get that out as quick as possible. Um, we have a few radio videos that we have that we're going to get out here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, the 201 EX, the 395 Kenwood, um, because we want to get those out of the way now because they're available. Because we know here soon. Yep. We'll have the 501, the 601, all those are coming. Yes. And they're going to be here soon. So we're They gonna, haven't shipped yet, but yes. They're going to be here soon, and we're going to have to yeah. start banking those videos and getting those all good. And as Jason likes to do so often, thanks for a great evening. Thanks yes. for coming on, Paul. And thank you guys for coming out and enjoying the show. You guys had some great questions for Paul. That was wonderful. We'll try to get him on more later this year. Yeah, um, quick. Yeah, it goes by quick, man. It goes by quick. Uh, remember, next week is going to be... You guys have convinced Dean to start drinking. Um, <laughs> uh, remember, next week we're going to have Bill on. We'll talk about that more on the yeah. Saturday show. It's been a fun night, as always. If you guys need tools, as we talked about, dnftooldrawer.com. There's always a link down below if yep. you watch it on YouTube. If you need shirts, you guys can find them at Teespring, Teespring slash store slash five star. There again, links will be in the show notes if you find it on YouTube. Don't forget um, Patreon. Patreon. Patreon people all get to go at the end of this video Tuesday nights on YouTube when the rebroadcast is. And we'll keep you guys informed about the podcast and when it is going to come out. See you then. You guys have a wonderful David. evening as always. Thank you so much for watching and being part drinking. of the fun that this is. <laughs> I just started drinking. Good night, Good and night, have John. a great week. We'll see you Saturday. Yes. Bye. Bye, guys.